Welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Mike Munzenreiter, associate editor for Fender Bender, and with me today is Curtis Barks, owner of the St. Louis, Missouri area MSO Complete Auto Body and Repair, one of this year's Fender Bender Best Workplaces winners. We're talking to Curtis about how his shops made it through the COVID-19 pandemic and how his employees reacted to it based on the culture created at his shops. Curtis, congrats on the best workplaces win and thanks for coming on. Absolutely, thank you, good morning. Good morning, so uh, I already know because we spoke for the best workplaces story but our listeners might not have read that yet. How'd you get your start in the collision repair industry? Well, I started about 22 years ago. I was uh, in high school trying to do like a work program type thing, went out, tried to do auto repair, auto sales and I failed. I just, I just, that's all I could say. Uh, so at the time, my father was working at a dealership and uh, he had been had his own business for many, many years and uh, kind of went back to something stable and couldn't, he never had a, a right hand, I guess you could say. So uh, Got it. he decided he would, seeing that I tried and put the effort forward, he decided to uh, abandon the dealership idea and we opened up a store together. Got and it. it really how many, I know you're an MSO, how, how many shops? are you operating right now? And how did you kind of grow into that? Sure. Uh, so since 2012, um, I, we went through a buyout. My father went on his way, went into RVs, things like that. Um, I wanted to make a difference in the industry. I had a newer culture, newer way of doing things. Um, old school versus new school. What worked yesterday doesn't work tomorrow. Idea right. type stuff. So we went ahead and uh, we've opened up six facilities. Uh, we currently operate four auto body repair facilities and then the fifth one and sixth one are mechanical and towing. Got it. Got it. Very good. So one of the reasons we chose you, Fender Bender chose your shop, uh, complete auto body and repair was that uh, your, your employees really banded together during the pandemic. And we thought it was a pretty interesting story, just reflective of the culture that you were able to create there. Before we really get into that, I know the, the pandemic happened and you had to kind of reconfigure how, how you were doing things. Uh, could you tell us how you turned things around and shifted strategies? Absolutely. So um, through COVID, one of our biggest blessings is our diversity. So we have auto repair, auto body, towing. So we do everything full service. Um, by bringing that full circle together and creating a different experience and adapting very quickly uh, to our customer needs, we were able to launch touchless services first in St. Louis, uh, we were able to offer the experience of towing vehicles to people's homes, uh, rental car wise, picking up their car, bringing it in, fixing it. Um, mm -hmm. Active demographics for probably a good hour, hour and a half away. We were fixing cars and towing them back and forth from hailstorms and things like that. Um, but it couldn't have been possible if my team hadn't agreed to stay on board and take pay cuts. So right. for large number of weeks, uh, the, I want to say almost two full months, we didn't get our PPP money until um, the very last round, uh, mm. racking as all can be. So each week we'd go store to store with me and my executive team. And, and we would kind of talk to our team, tell them where we were, um, what we had to do. And they said, look, we'll just, we had body techs working for minimum wage. Mm. You know, they dropped they're all the way down. Uh, so as we went through the pandemic, they were they're like, hey, I've got money in the bank. We can survive. We need you to keep the doors open. Um, you know, having these, these multitude of shops is great, but also the high overhead 
And when you, you drop in sales from 250, 260,000 a week down to half that, um, mm -hmm. those 100 plus employees become very expensive. Um, so again, with them accepting pay cuts and some furloughed their bonuses, uh, some turned back in their raises, um, it'll really, everybody came together. So we don't want our teammates laid off. So yeah. we're proud to say we did. We had maybe 11 people total laid off out of oh, 113 or whatever it was at the time. And uh, it was no more than two weeks. So it was really wow. cool. Yeah. What, what do you think you credit for that, uh, you know, that cohesion of your staff? Is it that communication of just laying out where, where you're at as a business or is it something else? Well, it, so what I'm really proud. I'm, I'm proud of my team because they, they're helping me get my time back. And that shows mm -hmm. a huge level of respect. Um, I respect them. They respect me. Um, we don't dictate. We work together. Our culture is phenomenal. Um, I, I hear so many people in the industry that just get uh, mentally abused or taken advantage of or treated like a number. Um, and that's something I just don't believe in. Um, I'd rather be successful with having a, a very good striving business versus profitable. So we'll right. sacrifice profit sometimes just to have that success. And the success is a combination of uh, people wanting to come to work and then people that put in the extra time that don't just do it for the money. They do it because they enjoy their career. Fantastic. Yeah. And so making that switch to touchless service, all that, I know you, you helped grow complete into offering those multiple services that came in handy with the, with the pandemic. Do you think that experience of growing a business and thinking of how you're going to change it to improve it did, that had to have come in handy as COVID-19 hit. Yeah, our, our ability to adapt and shift gears is tremendously uh, a huge advantage for us in our industry. Um, we are, our competition is, can't, can, the smaller shops can't complete, compete with us. Uh, the yeah. bigger shops can't make moves fast enough. So when our competition started to close their doors, we actually hyped up the advertising, got ourselves on radio, got ourselves out there heavy. And we spent all, overspent our marketing budget by threefold just in that, that quarter of business, but we had to, to generate an income, you know, hours for the guys and gals on the team. And by doing so, we've learned what marketing techniques really work now with the change of COVID because what, again, what worked yesterday, sure the heck's not going to work tomorrow or today. Mm -hmm. um, so we're adapting quickly and going after pushing this touchless service makes us do a, a little better job anyway. Um, Cause now we're a little cleaner um, maybe we think a little more about the customer's, you know, needs. Maybe we go a little further. I think people have gotten very compassionate, um, because of this. I think people have shown that they care about people, um, yeah. you know, in a world that is politically divided and disgusting the way that all that news media and all that stuff, it's neat to see people band together over one cause. And that cause is to create a good experience for our yeah, Absolutely. And I think, uh, just, just so that we're clear on it, anybody that took pay cuts or, put off a raise, everybody was made whole once Correct. complete was back to normal or, you know, the new normal. Yeah, everybody got made whole. Anyone that uh, was a flat rate tech or anyone that was a uh, commission style person was bonus based on what previous year numbers were. So if last day they made X, we made sure they made that plus 10% for this year. So, um, you know, it, the benefit of just staying open was worth every penny. You know, I didn't, it, it didn't need to be profitable. We didn't make any money last year. That's okay, but we didn't lose. And that's there pretty in the year that many, you know, we, we expected to go way up in sales and we were staffed for it. And we were on our way in February and then March hit and 
it really hit us hard. Great. Looking, looking into, uh, well, we're in another March. Uh, looking forward, touchless service going to be the norm for a while? What, what's the year looking like as we, as we get going? So even with the increased cost of touchless service, we're not going to abandon it. Uh, it's the way of life for us. That's our new, our, new, our new normal. So our new normal is to continue to provide that service uh, as best as possible, quick as possible, at no cost to our customers um, because they've already gotten it. So now if we give somebody something, we can't take it away, um, even though it was an extra perk that maybe was a special circumstance. Um, so no, we, we're gonna continue doing that. The, the having HB towing and having a fleet of trucks of our own, um, it's just a cost of doing business now. And uh, we like it. We see our, I see my trucks everywhere. It's great. It's neat knowing that the, they're delivering cars back and forth and uh, they're making somebody happy that can't leave their house still because they don't have a vaccine. Uh, that's a scary time, St. Louis is, you know, getting better at that stuff, but even our teachers don't have it yet. So hmm. we want to keep our kids in school and we want to keep our teachers and parents healthy. I got three little ones of my own homeschooled through this whole event. So anything I can do to keep people healthier and keep the business going, that's where the touch of service will play in. Great. Well, that's probably a good place to leave it. Thank you so much, Curtis. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us today. Once again, I'm Mike Munzenrider with Fender Bender. This is Culture Cast.